love those chickens that have got the pom pommy heads and on. There's, there's a breed that have got pom pommy heads. Hold on a second, we've not got to that bit. Let's start at the beginning. Welcome to Stream It. This is the film and TV podcast for the things for you to watch. My name's Connor, hello, and this week's episode is all about chickens. More specifically, Chicken Run. Dawn of the Nugget, the new movie from the Ardman Animation Studio. So we're going a little bit chicken crazy. Here's my speedy rundown of what's coming up in today's show. I sent producer Hebe to the premiere of Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, to chat to the geniuses behind the film, including the amazing Paloma Faith, who sings the title song. I'm also getting my magic time-travelling remote control thing out to take you with me as we explore the history of Ardman Animation and all their famous movies. And I've also got some must-watch films for you to get stuck into as well. Oh, and of course, my good friend Pete from Mega Mag is here to give us some gaming expertise. This week, it's all about Ninjago. So let's get going. Grab your popcorn, get comfy. This is Fun Kids Stream It. So one of the most anticipated movies of the year is out now. So, so fun. Chicken Run 2, Dawn of the Nugget. Last time we broke out of a chicken farm... Well, this time... We're breaking in. Ah. It's an impossible mission. Fire. Only the small matter of this electric fence. The camera-driven gun-toting moles. And the laser-guided exploding ducks. That place is impenetrable. Yeah, and you can't get in neither. Ginger and Rocky have escaped the farm, but the adventures continue. They've hatched the little girl called Molly, who seems to be just as adventurous as the Daredevil duo. I absolutely love the first film. It's one of Connor's faves, and I don't think I was alone. The first Chicken Run film was the most successful stop-motion animated movie ever released. So everyone is super, super excited for the return of the gang. Now, I sent producer Hebe to the premiere to meet some of the geniuses behind the movie and asked them your very serious chicken questions. Hey, Hebe. Connor, you're going to be so jealous right now. I am currently on the red carpet for Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, the second Chicken Run movie coming out in cinemas. And it's so exciting. There are so many people about. I've already seen the actual little animation figures of the chickens. We're going to meet some of the crew. We're going to have a good chat. And we're going to ask them some of the questions that you guys have been sending in. Let's see who we get chatting to. Right. Well, she's running around like a headless chicken. Get it? I think I should find the time traveling remote control thing that we have and give us some chicken run history. Hold on. Let me go and find it. In the meantime, I think Hebe is chatting to Darren Dubicki, the production designer anyway. Why is stop motion so important for the young kids of today to still be into it? I think, personally, it's because at at a very early age, you get a sense that there's something quite magical about stop motion characters, physical characters, puppets. You have that initial understanding that they are created by hand and it's all tactile. And I think it's that, you know, getting that warmth into stop motion and knowing that people have created it with their own hands. It's, it's just a wonderful, magical world. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, so what was it like revisiting such a beloved world of Chicken Run? For me, it was amazing because I worked on the first one. 
and there's quite a few other key members who were on the first film too so to a degree it felt like a bit of a, a homecoming it was a bit of a family affair to come back full circle and, and make the, the sequel What is your best advice for our budding young film enthusiasts who uh, listen to our radio show? Well I always tell people I talk to whether they're interns or students that, um, who come to the studio I've always found that you've got to keep experimenting um, may want to just hone in on one direction but just be encouraged and inspired by people around you because basically when you're working in a studio you are working with other people and you have to rely on other people and they rely on you so you are the earlier you understand you're working as a team that's key really but at the same time just be inspired by what other people are doing and allow yourself to be immersed in the whole world of filmmaking and uh, we asked some of the listeners to send in questions. They are weird and wacky questions, as you might expect. Um, so seven-year-old Lily uh, from Salford has asked, if you were a chicken, what would your name be? Biscuits. Biscuits? Why biscuits? Because my surname is Dubicki. <laughs> I love that. Right, I'm going to have to ask you another one. You answered that too well. Uh, Daniel, age seven, from Portsmouth, would, would you rather have wings and can't fly like a chicken or have chicken feet? <laughs> Uh, chicken feet. Why? I don't know. Well, it's based around our chickens. They're just ridiculous. And I, I like the idea of designing footwear for them. <laughs> OK, found it, found it, found it. That remote control time travelling thing that we somehow have. First stop on our Aardman exploration. Let's head back to the birth of one of the first Aardman characters 1976 we're off to, to me, Morph. OK, one, nine, seven... Six, let's go! Right, you've got to go and ask your parents about Morph. This is how it all began. It all started one day when Morph was bored with nothing much to do and there was a knock at the door. Everyone loves Morph. He's a squishy... Plasticine man who gets up to lots of mischief. I think I'm a bit like Morph, really, just not made of, of plasticine. Hold up, Hebe has found another Ardman genius to chat to, Anne King, the head of puppets. How cool. So, can I kick off with a question that one of our listeners has sent in? Uh, so, we have uh, nine year old Lily from Salford has asked, If you were a chicken, what would your chicken name be? Oh, um. That's a really hard question. It's tough, isn't it? It's a really hard question. Oh, I think I'd quite like to be ginger because I used to be ginger, but maybe I could be, uh. Um. Fluffles or something like that. Fluffles or ginger? I like the sound of this. Why fluffles? Oh, because they have really nice fluffy, you know, feathers, don't they, chickens? Proper downy feathers. I quite like that. Amazing. Um, So what's it been like revisiting one of the most beloved uh, children's movies after 23 years? It's been really exciting because I did work on the first one and so it was really great just remembering all the stuff we made and, and then being able to make it different and better <laughs> it was really quite good yeah it's it seems like a lovely team almost like a family has it felt yeah, like that? that's right there's because there's quite a few people who worked on the first one and you know it's a it, Aldman is a bit of a family you know we've all been there a long time so it's really nice to to work together with people and get and and you know bring it all to life again it's really good yeah for some of our listeners they might not know what your job would would entail how would you explain what you do for the film well so um so I'm, you know, we're responsible for puppet making. 
and we uh, so we'll get the puppet designs, we'll get the character design. So we'll look at the old pictures of Ginger, and then we'll actually sculpt the sculpt the character and get get that working and approved, and then look at the colour design. And then we have to do work out all the engineering of how we can get it to move, and we work with the directors to make sure it moves in the right way and make it, separate out into all into tiny little parts and make each individual little bit, and then fix it all together after 23 years has that process changed a lot oh, then yes it has i think because the materials have changed so they're much better quality and we use a lot more digital and we can scan things and build build inside parts in the computer and then print them out and fix them in so it's uh, it, it's made quite a difference yeah. amazing uh, so another question from our listeners um 11 year old sam has asked uh do you see yourself in any of the characters I think I most like Ginger because, um, you know, just being being a woman, <laughs> a little bit kind of nerdy and a bit, yeah, a bit feisty sometimes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and what would your best advice be for a young uh, film enthusiast wanting to start out? Just, you know, really just follow your nose and really, you know, uh, just keep going at it, you know, and, um, and do what you enjoy. Yes. And, um, yeah. um, and finally, I'm going to give you another one. Um, Daniel Seven from Portsmouth. Would you rather have wings and can't fly like a chicken, or have chicken feet? Mm, I think I think wings would be better than feet. Chicken feet. Um, chicken feet aren't maybe not that attractive. <laughs> I quite like the idea of having wings. Wings might be nice to put to sort of like, like nice a coat. Soft, yeah, yeah, like a shirt. <laughs> to time travel thank you Hebe Uh, next stop 1995 you'll recognise this character I'm sure here we go okay Uh, one nine nine five off we go in 1995, oh, what a year, the Wallace and Gromit movie, A Close Shave, was released. This was the third Wallace and Gromit film, but the very first time we met, drumroll please, Sean the Sheep, bar. Porridge today, Gromit. Tuesday. I love this movie. It's one of those classics you have to put on over Christmas. It really is. It's just the best. Oh, hold on, hold on. I think Hebe has found a few more almond stars. Uh, That's John O'Farrell, Carrie Kirkpatrick and Rachel Tunnard, three of the screenwriters of Chicken Run 2, Dawn of the Nuggets. God, Hebe's busy, isn't she? We've asked some of the listeners uh, to give us the weird and wacky questions to ask you all. Um, So we'll start off with nine-year-old Lily from Salford has asked, if you were a chicken what would your name be <laughs> it's not uh, easy is it <laughs> it's really not easy i have absolutely no idea something like frizzle i think like she's the new character in the film and was really good fun coming up with something silly like that do you see yourself in frizzle <laughs> um or is that any character looks like frizzles i think like so <laughs> well when i so i wrote the first film and john came on afterwards and uh, and my very first suggestion when I came onto the film was to make Rocky American. Yeah. Uh, partly because it worked for the conflict, but also if you can't tell. American biker, I get that. He's a bit, yeah. Rhode he's Island a Red. Yeah. He's a Rhode Island Red. And, yeah. and it worked with the whole World War II theme with Americans showing up late for every war. And, uh, uh, but it also gave me somebody in, in, the, in the midst of uh, all this British voices. 
gave me a voice that I could put. And uh, I, I hate to say how much uh, like Rocky I might be. Um, but I, uh, I think I um, emphasize with the stupid Babs, who just like is always uh, uh, making stupid comments and getting the wrong end of the stick. But all, every character is us, really. I think when you're a writer and you write a cast, there's a bit of you in every single character and there's different parts of you that you put in that voice. So thank you, Sam, for a very good question. <laughs> Um, so what was it like revisiting the world of Chicken Run, the most beloved world? Yeah, no pressure. I mean, I had my children watched it when they were little and when I was given the job on this, they sort of sat me down very earnestly and said, the original is really, 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 really good. Like, don't mess it up. So. <laughs> After 23 years, what has been the biggest change uh, in developing the, the new movie? Our computers are nicer that we wrote on. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, in the story, they have a kid, so that's a massive change that they have got a kid now, and so Ginger's got responsibilities to that, but she's also thinking about the world that this kid is growing up in, and is that the sort of world where being a chicken is a very unsafe thing to be, and uh, so she has to balance that in her quest. I think that's fair? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're parents now. And by the way... When we started this movie, we weren't parent. We were brand new parents, yeah. um, and so yeah. now we have grown kids. Yeah. So we took all of our parenting knowledge and uh, you know struggles and put them into those yeah. two characters. Oh, so you really are encapsulated in all the characters. Yes, absolutely, yes, absolutely amazing. Um, so, what would be your best piece of advice for budding young uh, film enthusiasts? Don't wait for somebody to tell you that give you permission to do it. Just do it. Just go and get your phone or your mum's phone and have a go. Start writing things and filming them. Stick them on the internet. I say uh, lots of people are going to say uh, you can't do this, and don't you be one of them. Yeah. And uh, keep producing stuff. It doesn't matter if it's you don't know where it's going to end up or what you're going to do with it, but just keep writing down ideas, keep writing scenes, and put stuff up with your friends, get people to read it. And uh, if your stuff is good enough and you'll continue to improve, one day you'll be standing here talking on this line. Amazing. And finally, one more question from, from uh, Daniel, age seven, from Portsmouth. Would you rather have wings and can't fly like a chicken or have chicken feet? These are tough questions. These are tough questions. I'm going to have to go with wings that can't fly just so I can fold them out because I think the wings are pretty amazing. Very I'd nice. sort of like to just have them anyway. Like I love a that. Fashion um, <laughs> wow. Uh, it's tough, isn't it? I think chicken feet would be quite a fashion statement. Thank you, uh, Daniel, for that suggestion. Uh, wings and not fly seems a bit annoying. Uh, yeah. To have wings and not be able to fly is too much of a metaphor for my career, I think. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. We've had so many mixed responses to that one. So we've had people going, oh, I think uh, I quite like to try and make shoes for chicken feet. And then going, well, I quite like wings are a bit of a statement. You know, it's like a cape. Right. So, interesting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay thank you, Hebe. Oh, carry on running around, thank you. Back to time travel. Next stop in the history of Aardman, a very important year now, 2000. The first Chicken Run movie. Two, oh, oh, oh. There we go. Inserted. Time travelling remote. Take us somewhere. Go, go, go! Chicken Run was Aardman Animation's first full-length feature film. We meet Ginger, who lives in a chicken farm with all her chicken friends, and they have to escape to save themselves from being made into chicken pie. Imagine having chicken friends. That'd be fun. Operation cover-up! No chicken escapes from Tweedy's farm! You've got to get out of here. 
attempt was a bit of a fiasco. The plan is, we go over the wire. Oh, that might work. The scary woman who runs the farm, Mrs Tweedy. It's a bit like uh, Mrs Trunchbull from Matilda. She's, yeah, super, super scary. We don't like her. You've got to watch this one before the sequel comes out in December so you know exactly where the story's at. Oh, hold on. I see Hebe has found the director of Chicken Run 2. That's cool. He's Sam Fell. Nine-year-old Lily from Salford has asked, if you were a chicken, what would your name be? Oh, what would my name be if I was a chicken? I think it would still be Sam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I why, think... Why stick with the same name? You could be any name for a chicken, ever. I don't think... The, the name is, like, just the front... It's just a superficial thing, really. I think it's more like the deep chickeniness uh, that I would like to be getting into. And to be honest, I have been living like a chicken for the last six years, you know. And I've been in getting in character. So every night I kind of, like, cluck and... Pluck and um, squawk around my apartment just to kind of get in the role. I love that. Do you see yourself in any of the characters in the movie? Uh, probably all of them. I mean, I think in, I know I'm kind of old and crusty, but I I really love Molly, uh, the young uh, character, Ginger's daughter. Uh, she's so adventurous uh, and she's a little bit innocent uh, and a little bit reckless. But I just love the way she goes out into the world and takes takes on all the challenges and finds her way through it. Uh, so I, I love that, and I feel like, yeah, I'm, I needed to be that plucky to get this done. Plucky, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, you've been doing this a while. <laughs> um, so why is it so important for young kids to still love and adore stop motion? Well, it's a beautiful craft. Um, it's over 100 years old. Uh, it's handmade. As the world gets more and more technological and as we spend more and more time in our heads and on our screens... I think handmade craft is still like something and they should try it at home you know get a bit of clay and make some figures or something you know like get away put your phone down for a bit and you know maybe just make stuff uh, and I think old crafts and old technologies we shouldn't forget them and new is not always necessarily best I mean look at the bicycle okay right uh, bicycle's still a good great thing great example yeah yeah 100% um, so what's been the biggest change in the 23 years between the two how's the production oh. changed well I mean this is uh, as you'll see it's like a big Saturday night action movie now like the first movie they were all locked up in those huts and so it was quite contained but this is a much bigger movie. Now the chickens are action heroes. <laughs> and now they're like taking on this giant... This is um, why you want to be a chicken. Yeah, yeah. So they're taking on this giant um, nugget factory. Uh, so it's a much bigger challenge for them. It's a much bigger movie. And so we've used some digital technology to kind of like reach that scale. But at heart, it's still chickens in hands being moved slowly. <laughs> I love that. Uh, would you rather have wings and can't fly like a chicken or have chicken feet? Tough questions, I have to would say. I have had wings or chicken feet. Yeah. I think you chicken. Can't fly, so. Well, the, the flying bit's the bit you want, probably. But no, I'd go for the feet. Why would you go for feet? I don't know, I just think they're quite good for scratching and, like, hanging on to things. And, you know, you could go and, like, rake your lawn without having to, kind of, like, work too hard. <laughs> the undiscovered yeah. uses yeah. of chicken feet. I bet you if you had chicken feet, you could, you, after a while, you'd be just glad you had them, you know. I absolutely love it. Mm. Um, and finally, what would be your best piece of advice for any budding film enthusiasts listening? Oh, um, start small, take small steps. Don't expect to be making big movies at the beginning. Take a little step at a time. Maybe... Just think about a little story that has a beginning, middle and end, right? Read some fairy tales. Once upon a time, there was a thing, then they did this, 
And because they did that, they ended up doing that. And in the end, the world had changed a little bit. And, and, they'd, and they defeated the Nugget Factory. Yeah. And do it, make little drawings for each of those sentences in the story and, show that, and tell the stories to your friends and show them the pictures as you tell them the story. And that is the beginning of filmmaking, to be honest, just telling a story with pictures. Amazing. He's got a very cool job. I think I'd like to direct a film sometime. Uh, I think if I was to direct a film, though, it'd have to include chickens. I'd love to direct a chicken film. Maybe Chicken Run 3, directed by Connor. That could work. Anyway, uh, we better get going. Next stop on our adventure, 2006. Okay, time travelling remote. Uh, where are you? Uh, oh, there you are. Okay, 2006. Let's go. This was the year Ardman released Flushed Away. I highly recommend this movie. Flushed Away is such a classic. So great. You know what you are? You are a real gen. Well, for a hard day of navigating sewer pipes, there's nothing better than relaxing in a jacuzzi whirlpool bath. That looks so inviting. Oh, yes, yes, the water looks perfect. Now, you hop in and I'll press this lever to get the bubbles going. Right, in we go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know we got off on the wrong foot before, right? But, you know, I really think we're going to get along. Don't you? Swimmingly. Be seeing you, my friend. (laughs) You, Blonka. You think I don't know a toilet when I see one? You! We're going to flush me down the loo. No, no, no. It's a big jacuzzi deluxe model. But then you won't mind if I get the bubbles going, will you? No, not the lever. Have mercy. No, I can't swim. Bon voyage, me old cream cracker. Hold your nose. You can't do this. You were going to try and flush me. Let's see how you like it. Roddy, what a name, is this posh rat who ends up falling down a toilet and having to survive in the sewers with a whole load of crazy characters. Yeah, Roddy literally gets flushed away. Sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Well, it is. You've got to watch it over on Amazon Prime and let us know what you think. Right, I think Hebe has found someone rather cool on the red carpet. Really, Hebe, have you actually found the singer Paloma Faith? Wow, that's cool. Here we go. If you were a chicken, what would your chicken name be? Pom pom. Why pom pom? <laughs> Just because I really like a sort of froofy outfit. <laughs> You'd have an amazing outfit. And I love those chickens that have got the pom pommy heads and on. There's, there's a breed that have got pom pommy well, heads. Things, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, so uh, Daniel Seven from Portsmouth uh, says, "Would you rather have wings and can't fly, like a chicken?" Or have chicken feet? They're tough questions, aren't they? I think wings and can't fly decorative wings. Okay, it's an outfit. Would they be covered in pom poms by any chance? Of course, always. Eleven-year-old Sam has said, "Do you see yourself in any of the characters? Could you see yourself being one of the chickens?" Well, as I keep saying, I do like an outfit, and I like a feather, and I like bright colours. So, yes. <laughs> So you choose to be one of the chickens in the movie? Yeah. Amazing. Lovely to meet you. Well, now, I'm really jealous. I hope Hebe got her autograph for me, or maybe just a little uh, voice note saying, hello, Connor, it's Paloma Faith. That'd be cool. Time for our final stop in our journey before we head back to the present. I'm tired after all this time travelling. 2013. We're going to take a look at Sean the Sheep, the movie. Okay, 2013. Bam, there we go. Let's get going. If you love Sean and the Flock, you've got to watch them run away to the city, get arrested, 
Go to fancy restaurants in disguise and so much more. Yeah, imagine seeing somebody in a fancy disguise and realising it's a sheep at dinner. Sean the Sheep and his flock know every trick to having a good time. You would not think while watching the movie that there are no words in it. Literally no words. It's crazy funny and full of mayhem. You can find it on BBC iPlayer right now. You'll enjoy it. Now, I think it's time to go back to the present, don't you? I think it's been so, so fun finding all about the releases of Ardman. OK, Pete is waiting for us in the present. Let's get going. OK, back to the present. Ah. Oh. It wouldn't be streaming it without my good mate Pete giving us some gaming expertise and I think he's got something gaming related for us to watch this week. Hey Pete! Hey Con, how you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, how's the uh, Mega Mag Land going? What's new? It's going great, especially because we have been tucking into the brand new season of Ninjago on Boomerang. Yes, so this is out for you right now. So uh, once you've heard this chat, if you're looking for something to watch before bedtime, this might be for you. It's great, isn't it? That's right, that's right. So this season is called Crystallized, and that's because it's all about a mysterious new villain called the Crystal King. Yes, the Crystal King. And now, uh, if you haven't seen the Crystal King, he does look like a proper villain, doesn't he, Pete? Yeah, he, I mean, he's covered in spiky crystals, lots of black rock, you know, the classic villain look, I'd say. Yeah, so uh, how's it been, like, sort of the reaction to it? It's been out for a while now, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a new season, and people are always a bit like, oh, what's to come? I've heard that this is a good season. So far, so good, I've got to say. I'm a few episodes in, and um, they've brought back a ton of classic villains, united them together into a team called the Crystal Council, sort of like uh, Evil Avengers. Evil Avengers, I like it. Also, I've seen all the little characters as well. You know, they always release the little Lego characters. And yeah, the Crystal yeah, King yeah. looks really good to have. He looks like a good one. Yes, it's sweet. And like all the classic characters have got slightly new looks as well. They've got little crystal like uh, changes to their costumes, which makes them look extra cool. But obviously, it's all about the ninjas. The ninja, new, the new costumes, new mechs, new vehicles are amazing well just more ninjago fun for you that is a brand new ninjago season and yeah it's full of well everything we were just talking about so it's a definite must see and it's available on boomerang isn't it it's out right now that's right already going you can still watch the episodes that have already aired and there's a new episode every week beautiful thank you so much pete and that is a definite must see anytime connor and definitely thanks pete and that's it if you enjoyed the episode, give us a follow so you don't miss future episodes. And rate the podcast five stars too. I think we really, really deserve it. And I think we really deserve it this week because we've done extra work because producer Hebe has been a superstar. Thank you, Hebe. We're always looking for reviewers to come on the show and tell us their favourite films and why they love them. And that could be you. If you want to get involved with episodes in the future, head over to funkidslive.com forward slash stream it and send me a message telling me your favourite movie from me, and producer Hebe, who, uh, yeah, he's probably running like a headless chicken somewhere else. See you soon. Bye.